I, you know, I kind of begrudgingly respect just the dedication to not getting better at what you do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> just coast through life. It, it probably shouldn't even happen. Oh, if you got it, you got to flaunt it, uh, acid. You know what? I got a lot of stuff that I don't want to flaunt, so <laughs> I just keep it to myself. Jeremy is really big into the used mattresses. <laughs> I think that's excellent. He has a used mattress store on the side. <laughs> I'm not going to pull the pants down without the pants down cue. And we found out that Anthony's friends are all 13-year-old boys. Nice. <laughs> Clay, uh, how you doing? Doing a little more poorly after that terrible, terrible introduction. I was just fine, to be honest with you. <laughs> Hello, sci-fi gangsters. This is the show where we talk about science fiction, comic books, and video games. But really, it's just an excuse for me to catch up with my friends and to meet interesting people. I'm Anthony Denar, media scholar and person who cannot stop thinking about and talking about Elon Musk. I just love, I love, I love, hate that guy so much. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I just I find it interesting. It relates with what we're talking about, Jeremy. Right? Jeremy's always giving me a hard time that I always want to talk about Elon Musk. He's like, what's wrong with you? That's our topic for today. We're going to talk about a couple of uh, Elon Musk-related stories. Is he uh, is he a hero? Is he the next Iron Man? Or is he the next uh, Tony Stark? Or is he a villain? Right? We'll talk about that today. But that's our topic for today. Uh, but first, you can always check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple, all that kind of stuff. Also, we're streaming live on YouTube uh, and Twitch. So many play- places to uh, listen to this show. And you can check out sci-fi-gangsters.com. Let's go ahead and get to uh, introducing which is updated, our, right? Which is, which is always updated. <laughs> By updated, updated, I mean never. It's never updated. Uh, but let's go ahead and get to our panel here. We'll start off with our special guests. Uh, Noah, you know you can find Noah on TikTok at Shut Up Noah, right? That's not me saying Shut Up Noah. That is, the, that is her, <laughs> her tag there, right? Or Noah something, Noah something on Instagram. Noah, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Now, last time we had you on, we talked about Jeff Bezos, and now we're transitioning to another billionaire, space billionaire. That's Elon Musk. Yeah, you know, I relate to the billionaire, so I see why you always have me on when you want to discuss them. Just you are the expert. <laughs> yeah, you are the expert when it comes to space billionaires. Yeah. That's why, so. we, that's, that's why we have you on, but it's good to have you on. Uh, once again, you can check her out on TikTok at Shut Up Noah or Instagram at Noah Something. Up next, we have our producer of the show, Acid Train. You know, Acid, I, uh, I, I haven't spoken with you in five hours, three hours, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. We're, it's been a long time. Playing a little Halo this morning when I got home from work. Uh, yeah. But uh, Acid, what's new with you? Well, you uh, know, how I you enjoy- doing? I enjoyed the day off today, so. I'm not complaining. Good old President's Day. You know, schools are closed. That way, that way the buses don't run. So it's all good. Happy to be off and getting back to work tomorrow. So it's got to end sometime, right? Right. And, of course, that, that created a, a huge headache with us parents who have to figure out how we're going to handle child care because Victor yeah. doesn't have to go to school, but I have to go to work. Right, so we had to find a situation. We just stayed with the grandma. They're called vacation days. Okay. They are they are called vacation <laughs> days. But I did have to go into work today, and I did. I I, uh, I put all my all into my work. Right, I'm I'm very devoted, 
very devoted teacher. Right? All right, good. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to uh, Jeremy, a co-host of the show. You can follow Jeremy uh, on on his way home. Just follow him. <laughs> Just follow him. Follow him home. There he is. Uh, but uh, Jeremy, how you doing? I'm good. I had a uh, uh, a weekend in town for the first time in a while, so it was it was kind of chill, lucky. Yeah, you've been uh, very busy with work, like always, always out and about, right? Always making that dough, that money, right? It's, and we'll talk about your, we'll talk about your, uh, your, your captain, your, uh, your king today, Elon Musk. We'll, talk, we'll be talking about him today, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but first things first, let's go ahead and uh, catch up with everybody. Uh, we'll go ahead catch up the, the segment of beginning segment of the show, and I'll go ahead and begin. So. Uh, Jeremy, what are you doing? Why are you laughing about that? You're laughing because I'm already messing up with my words here. Is that smooth. What you're saying? Good to go. I'm very, I'm very smooth. <laughs> that was very, that was very smooth there. But I'll go ahead and begin, Jeremy. All right. So I had some family over uh, this weekend, right? I had some some in-laws who were staying over. They actually came for the half marathon here uh, at Auburn, so they they ran that half marathon. Me and Alinda ran the 5K. It was fun. We ran it. It was a slow and steady pace. It was, it was fun. We had a, a seven-year-old pass us at one point. That's totally fine. That's totally. But uh, still recovering from that. I uh, realize that, uh, and I realize this every day, that I'm an old man. And I do not recover nearly as fast as I used to. Uh, usually when I would run 5Ks, I'd be fine the next day. And now, and then uh, I've been, my legs are feeling a little heavy today. Right. Anthony goes well, uh, up the stairs now and is like, oh, I can't make it another minute. <laughs> I do grunt when I walk upstairs now. That's, that is definitely the case. But we, we went downtown as well. Obviously, went to, we went to Mellow Mushroom. I took the, the in-laws, kind of walking around downtown. Kind of a weird thing happened downtown. And I, I really don't – I really want people to know that you can't be weird around people with kids. You can't be weird because it really freaks – people with kids out so we are downtown and there was a, a couple of people and of course we have the kids they're all you know they're kind of following us running around they're all dressed up because it's very cold outside so they're wearing their cute clothes and all that kind of stuff our jackets and uh like a couple said oh very cute kids and we're like oh thank you you know you kind of do that you know you re you respond to that those compliments and then we started walking right we're just walking downtown and this couple just started following us just started randomly following us. And of course we noticed that this is happening and uh, eventually caught up with this at one point. And one of the, the, the gentlemen was like, uh, kept caught talking about how cute the, our kids were, you know? And I was like, I was like, okay. And he's like, so you guys uh, live in Auburn? I'm like, yeah, we live in Auburn. And then he's like, uh, what church do you go to? And then I think he saw in my eyes, my eyes got really big. Like, no, we're not doing this. No. And I, I told him a church, just the first church that came to my mind. Just then, point that one over there. It's like, oh, over there. And then he kept following us. Look, I, you can't do this kind of stuff, man. It's, just, it's too weird. I, really. And I think he knew right off the bat. I, I gave him a look like, this is not cool. Like, this, what you're doing right now. And I'm sure he didn't mean anything by it. I'm sure he was just trying to recruit for his church or whatever uh, but uh but really if you're if you're talking about my kids and you're following me and you're kind of doing all this stuff like this just is not a very comfortable situation for me so I mean, please this is weird even without kids like if someone just followed someone else down the street and like that's weird regardless 
Yeah. He was definitely, I think that's what they were doing there that night. Like, I think they were doing a recruitment thing because they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's, that was the plan. I don't think he just randomly decided to go, you know what, this guy, this guy wants to hear about Jesus today. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was doing. I think that was what they were doing that night. He's like, so uh, do you guys have a church you go to? I'm like, oh, no, not this. <laughs> there, There is one of them that I know they do have like a standing thing downtown on one of the nights that they go and try to recruit and, you know, repent the sinners and whatnot. Was a Lakeview because that was the name of the church that he brought up. It was Lakeview. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's. it's oh, you know, it wasn't. The, it wasn't the guy screaming on the corner. It wasn't that guy. No, it wasn't one of those guys. But okay. uh, he definitely weirded out. I'm. I was more weirded out by his behavior than the guy who screams that you're going to hell on the side of the street. I don't know. So, the guy's pretty weird. But then we had Mellow Mushroom, and um, of course, I always ordered a cheeseless pizza because I'm lactose intolerant. But I decided I was like, you know what? Linda's pizza looked pretty nice. I was like, hey. Do you mind cutting me off a piece of that cheese pizza so I can taste it? And it's been how many years? Five years since I've had cheese on a pizza before. And it's very delicious. <laughs> cheese yeah. cheese on a pizza is very delicious. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I can't do that all the time. But, yeah, there you go. There was my, my weekend. Ran a 5K. Enjoyed that process. Where, uh, where'd the race start at? I know it finished in the stadium. It started right there on, uh, like, South College Street and Tumors, kind of. Like, it kind of mm. up the road a little bit. Basically, the arch, like the Eagle Arch, like if you're going Tichner, Tichner Street. Yeah. Yeah, down, down Tichner. So we ran down that hill, and we finished on the 50-yard 50, the 50 line, which is always cool. You, you, you finish on, in Jordan-Harris Stadium, which is kind of cool, which it always looks a lot smaller when there's not a lot of people there. It always looks very small when, you, when you're in there with not, a, with not a big crowd. But, yeah, there you go. That was my weekend. I enjoyed that. Uh, but, no, we'll go ahead and move on to you. What's new with you? Um, well, my uh, story from this past weekend is um, not as interesting as like being stopped by, um, you know, a Christian, but um, <laughs> I was in Birmingham this past weekend. Uh, we went down and um, with another couple to do um, the clued up um, scavenger hunt thing. So it's like you solve a crime um, uh you have to go to different locations in the city and uh it's like a geo like location type game and so you solve these murders and so we you know we're walking around all day long all all around birmingham um get collecting our clues and at the very end probably you know like four or so hours later um we were submitting our answers um who we thought the suspect was and um, you know, the motive. And as we were doing that, my friend's purse got stolen. Oh, wow. And with her car keys, her wallet and everything. So um, we went from being the detectives to being the victims. And so it was just this whole like rigmarole, like having to like go and break in, like have a locksmith break into her house. And like we had to drive them all the way back to Tuscaloosa. Um, and we live in Decatur, so it was just this whole thing. But did you think that, that maybe this was part of the game, right? This is like the, <laughs> the 1997 film, The Game, but like Michael Douglas, right? Where, <laughs> where you yeah. sign up for something and then it gets a little bit more intense. It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like, we, I was like, this 
like I was hoping that someone would come and because there were people all over that were doing the same thing. Like there were, you know, like 40 teams of like four people, you know, um, all over the city. So like we were passing each other the whole time. Uh, it was all on foot. And I was just like waiting for someone to like walk up behind us and be like, ha, like you should keep an eye on this or whatever. But no, uh, they ended up like using her credit card later on to buy food at some deli. They well, the one card got declined, and then she saw another card actually went through. She forgot to um, to pause it, you know, or you know, yeah, uh, yeah. And they they were able to get food with it. So then they went back and got even more food. <laughs> they were like, "This one works." So they went and bought a bunch of food with it. But mm. do they take it from like? Do they steal the purse from the person, or like person? Did they? She put it down, and they take it. So we were sitting on a bench, like, and so there was not, you could walk behind the bench, like, uh, so she had set it down, like, like, kind of behind her, beside her, we weren't able, but yeah, they had taken it from that, from that, so she had set it down, um, but it was right where we were sitting, so they just come up and just taken it, like, so, yeah. Sounds pretty intense, right? (laughs) Solved that crime, who took my purse? We never solved that crime. Very good. Did you solve the other crime? Yes, we did. We we did. It was a it was a quadruple murder we solved in four hours. Yeah, pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> was it was the game fun besides that? Besides it was the, uh... fun. Yeah, I would recommend it. It's it's great for I mean for families and stuff like that, but it was a lot of fun, a, a group activity. So um it, it was it was it was really interesting. The last time I went to Birmingham was uh, actually a couple of weeks ago. I went to a play with me and Linda went to a play. I can't remember what the name of the play was, but it was, it was fun. It was fun. It's like a regional play. Yeah. Right. Well, very good. Let's go ahead and move on to acid acid train. What is new with you? Oh, well, you know, actually I was actually in Birmingham uh, this past weekend too, not for the murder mystery or anything, but for my daughter's. Were you the one that stole her show choir. <laughs> We, no, we were there for the show it's choir like, competition. Like, yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. We found a purse. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, we went to this deli, and this guy was just handing out food. It was amazing. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. But no, yeah, we were there for her show choir competition. Um, on It was Friday night, so we did that, and then we spent the night uh, down the road from Homewood High School and um, came back, went to the Galleria on, on Saturday and Shopped around a little bit. Uh, it was dead. That gal- that Galleria, there's like nobody in there uh, anymore. So we did that for a little bit and came back and we were off today. And I uh, did my interview uh, last week on Thursday for my uh, for my new job that I might that I may or may not get. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm, I should be hearing back from them probably. Hopefully by the end of the week. That's that's the goal anyway. That's the that's the hope and the dream. Uh, did um, did you decide if, if you'd want to take it? Yeah, offer? yeah. I think I'm going to take it um, if if they offer it to me. Um, just just for the fact I know they're desperate for people, um, and I know if they call me, I know that they're extremely desperate. So I'll go ahead and take it if they if they need it. So, um, but yeah. Uh, I'm just curious. We'll was happens. one of the questions in the interview, uh, "What do the wheels and the bus do?" Like, was that, that the first? That was question? not one of the questions. In fact, I'm, I'm going to give you one of the questions, Anthony, to see okay. if you can sure. answer it correctly. 
Was it what the what the wipers do on the no, bus? No, it's because not it's what the wipers swish do. Swish their swish. Okay, so the phone's ringing. You have a bus driver uh, in your office with a complaint. Yes. Um, and you're trying to figure out what sub drivers need to drive today because people called out. What do you do in order? Go. Oh God, I got asked that one time at a job interview. Yeah. What what, what, take, what takes priority in one two three order? What what are your what what's your what's your priority there? So the correct answer is my only weakness is that I try too hard. That's the answer <laughs> to that question. <laughs> well, actually, repeat the question again. Okay. Uh, for... All right. So you have a bus driver in front of you who has a problem. Okay. You have a few bus drivers that called out, so you're trying to figure out what you know substitute drivers need to need to run routes that day so you got to fill those spots in and then you've got the phone ringing off the hook uh right there in your office which which order do you take those in also that's a pretty good question what what is it uh well i think the answer the correct answer to this question is you split the baby in half (laughs) (laughs) and then whoever speaks up is the real father that's right that's exactly yeah, that's exactly the answer. I think we answered that question. Jeremy, do you remember what you answered? Yeah, was very similar question? I, bet, I bet Jeremy knows the answer. So, well, so I I don't think I gave the right answer. Um, so I got asked that question for a retail minimum wage job when I was like 21. That's where that comes from. Uh, and they asked me, I think there was another, like one more thing. It was like, you know, customers someone's calling a customer's asking questions. Someone's wanting to check out, yada, 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 the whole, whole deal. Yep. Um, and I was going through like a very hyper, uh, always tell the truth, no matter what sort of phase. Um, so they, you know, they asked me like, why do you want this job? And I said, because I want the money. Um, cause it's a minimum wage health food store job. No That's, one, you know, it's never the answer. Yeah. And, uh, yes, I did not get offered that job. Uh, oh, okay. So I did That's not, did not give the right answer. Yeah. Asked, what is the correct answer then? The correct answer is you deal with the person in front of you first because they're the most important. Then you deal with the, in my case, the substitute drivers or in Jeremy's case, it would be the customer who is about to give you money is first then the customer who is needing help goes second the phone is always last because they didn't care enough to come in the store or in this case we don't know who they are so they they can leave a message as incorrect the correct answer is it was a block of ice and melted it was a block (laughs) of ice and melted all right jeremy what's new with you (laughs) Um, so like I said, I was, I was here over the weekend. So I, I just kind of hung out. I played, uh, the new life is strange game, which I've been putting off for quite a while. Um, so it, it was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. You know, you can finish it in seven, eight hours or so. Really? $60 um, game. You can finish in seven hours. That's yeah, a, but that's, it's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's a story base game so it's you know still you get, you i'm gonna pay 60 bucks for a game i want to get at least 30 40 hours out of it yeah i don't, I don't know like I've, i i kind of prefer the shorter ones because i don't like if i if i get to like 50 or 60 hours in a game i start getting antsy of i need to 
stop playing this kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, like it, like Witcher Three took me like three years to play all the way through because how long it was, as it should. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good game. All right, well, excellent. Well, Jeremy's been tossing the coins to The Witcher as much as possible and enjoying video games. And me and Acid have been playing Halo. Right? Just as, that's usually how I play games. I just play the crap out of one game for a while until I get tired of it. All right, well, there you go. So let's go ahead and get to our uh, topic for today. We're talking Elon Musk, the billionaire, right? The former PayPal inventor and SpaceX inventor and guy who inherited a a diamond mine from his parents. That guy, right? <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, so uh, recently in the news lately, I, I think Elon Musk is always in the news. Uh, but there's a couple of stories. The, the, the first story that we're going to talk about first is, you know, his big project, the Neuralink uh, project, where you he wants to eventually implant uh, some sort of technology into the brain of human beings. Well, been a lot of testing on chimpanzees and monkeys well, a recent story came out that uh, a, a large portion of the monkeys that were used to test the Neuralink technology, many of them died. And, and in fact, many of them suffered <laughs> pretty, pretty bad before dying. So a lot of animal rights activists are, are up in arms about this particular story. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to hear, hear what you guys, your opinions on this particular story. We'll go ahead and begin uh, with, uh, with Noah. What do you think about this? Um, so I have, you know, I, I, I have a, a strong opinion against, you know, testing on animals in general, like I, the, it's like my, my soft spot are animals like they don't have the, you know, they don't, they don't have the will to say, hey, I don't want to do this, or hey, I want to do this. So that really um, makes me very sad that, you know, but I understand, you know, having to um, test on animals, but doing it in the most ethical way possible is very important, which it doesn't sound like they were doing. Um, But the whole concept of planting a chip in someone's brain in general is kind of bewildering to me. Like we can't even get people to take a COVID shot um, because they're afraid about a chip being implanted by the government. Like what makes him think that, people are going to get a chip implanted in their brains. Like, I just can't wrap my mind around this. Like, maybe all of his money should be going towards, like, new ways to develop these, like, medicines and stuff without having to test it on animals. Like, maybe that could be where all of his money goes. Like, how do we do this without testing it on animals instead of, I don't know. So it's very sad because I actually like Elon Musk for the most part. <laughs> um, but that that's really upsetting to me, the monkeys. Um, yeah, I think so. When it comes to Elon Musk and Jeremy, I think you're gonna you're gonna think I'm just gonna bash him, and I'm not. So I think it's it's a mistake to sort of paint him as this uber villain, like this Lex Luthor kind of villain. But it's also I also think that we shouldn't be idolizing him as the next Tony Stark either. Uh, obviously, uh, I particularly have issues with any billionaire, right? Because I, I I personally do not believe that we should have billionaires. Um, but what, is, what does that mean? Yeah. How do you I, not, how do you not have a billionaire? We don't have billionaires by allowing billionaires to become billionaires in the first place. Right. It doesn't really, it doesn't help us as, as a society. Anyways, we're not going to get into a political uh, discussion. <laughs> here. Okay? I personally doesn't believe, I personally don't believe it benefits as a society to have billionaires in the first place. Right. Yeah. But we why, can talk about how- why the arbitrary threshold? Yeah. 
so what, what I mean, it doesn't matter. So having like an uber rich, we, we talk about the ratio of wealth. All right. So wealth but inequality ratio is to the average U.S. person or ratio to the person in Somalia. See, now you're just trying to muddle this. right? <laughs> no, I'm talking. These, these are these are fundamental principles that your yeah. argument well, has to be based on. The, we could talk about the ratio of wealth of Elon. Elon Musk has way too much money. Right. I, mean, I think at a certain point we need to ask ourselves. Are we okay with a, a small fraction of the population having a majority of the wealth, right? If we're okay with that, then I, I honestly, moving on. Let's talk about Neuralink, right? We can, get into a political, we can get into a political discussion all day long. And of course, we're like, well, what do you mean by billionaires and what's wrong with millionaires? Okay, look, we're not going to get into this. We I mean, can, we could but, okay. Well, go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. I mean, I think if, if your argument isn't based on foundational principles, it's open to too many emotional biases. So, so are you saying that I'm getting too emotional here? Is that what you're saying? I'm not thinking rationally. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm saying why a billion? Is it a person? Like, like the argument has to be more than just we shouldn't have billionaires. I think at a certain point, right, then we get we're getting a little we're getting a little too crazy when it comes to wealth inequality in the, in the United States. At a certain point, it becomes counterproductive, right? Then it becomes, because here's the thing about Elon Musk. He loves to, because I've heard of some of his rants that he does on social media and that sort of thing where he talks about how he kind of blames the government for a lot of things. And look, the government, we can, we can point out many of the, the, the failties of the government, but having billionaires or having uh, a, a small fraction of the population having a great majority of the power is not helping out either, right? There's all there's there's serious issues with that as well, right? So whatever whatever the mark is, like if it's if it's billionaire millionaire, but I mean at a certain point it's it's getting a little out of hand when you have a certain. So Jeff Bezos, for example, is essentially have a monopoly with Amazon, right? It's it's getting there. It's if it's not there now, it's almost there, and Monopolies are not good for our economy. I mean, it's any economist would tell you that. I mean, but we have, I mean, so we have laws against monopolies. So do we? No, we do. Now, you can say they're not enforced and that there's a government corporate handshake that goes on, which is what we have. We have corporate capitalism, we don't have true capitalism. So like you you can make the argument that the system is flawed but i don't see how painting individuals in a negative light no, is, is makes any difference that's not what i want to do i don't want to do that I, I i don't want to point to any particular individual what i'm saying is when you have uh when you have economic inequality the 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 what makes people evil is having unchecked power and how you have unchecked power in our society is wealth nowadays it's it's wealth well uh, I, I mean, mean we could we could point to jeffrey epstein and of course I'm, I'm pointing to a horrible human being here but what 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 enabled jeffrey epstein was his just is his his wealth that he had he was able to essentially buy uh the law enforcement and eventually caught up with him but that's so the people aren't evil. It's it's unchecked wealth that is is what becomes uh, so evil here. And sort of arguments that saying you know like if if we sort of if we tax them more, then it's going to hurt our economy. I think that's BS in a lot of ways. But 
Uh, that's just my uh, personal opinion on that situation. So Iron Man is evil? Is that what you're saying? Well, he's not Iron Man. Let's slow. We, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just talking about in, in, in general as the MCU. Is Iron Man evil? Yeah. He's a fictional character. And in a, really way, in a lot of ways, Iron Man is kind of evil. <laughs> he, got, he makes a lot of horrible decisions that have huge consequences. But, I mean, we're talking to MCU now. We're, yeah. we're, we're kind of getting off uh, topic here today. It's a concept. Right? But, uh, like, Jeremy, if you're, if, like, in all seriousness, if you're asking me what is, like, if you're saying, hey, look, I, I need you to tell me what the actual number is, I don't have that right now because I haven't really looked into, like, I haven't created a policy. Like, there's no yeah, magical I mean, so that, that's what I'm, like, I'm, I'm reacting to because I, you see that thing thrown out and it it. it to me, it smacks of 19-year-old radicalist who thinks, you know, lit, but it doesn't really, it doesn't make sense, right? If you're talking about change the system so that there's less wealth inequality, which I'd fully be on board with, but... Then we're on the same page. Then we're on the same page then. Yeah, but like the billionaire threshold, I think, doesn't matter. Like, so what if the entire wealth of the country goes up? Right. So, you know, you know, very well, Jeremy, you know me that I am a huge advocate for um, universal basic income. Right. So I'm, I'm far more likely to support something like that than uh, I, 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 like a wealth tax. Right. I'm, I'm far more interested in that, although you would have to find a way to pay for that. And there's there's many theories on how to, how you would pay for that. We're getting off topic here, Jeremy, and I blame you for this because you want to defend Elon Musk so mad because he is your king. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. What were we talking about? We're talking about uh, the Neuralink technology, Neuralink, yeah. which I actually want to talk about because I actually think it's kind of cool in a lot of ways. Uh, those poor monkeys that were tortured, that's not as cool. Uh, but it's actually kind of an uh, interesting um, thing. But before I get into that, uh, Acid, we'll go ahead and get to you. What do you think of this particular story? Uh, I mean, the story's sad. I mean, I, I mean, it's not, but I mean, in this, in the same, in the same realm of what's going on, like, you know, the, the whole animal testing thing, like it's, I'm, I'm not trying to be like a bad guy or anything, but I love my steaks, you know, I love eating <laughs> fish. Okay. Fish is good. All right. Fish is really good. I've never eaten a monkey. You love your monkeys. I have no idea what monkey tastes like. I'm not saying I never would if somebody just like, hey, man, here's a well-prepared, you know, monkey thigh. You know, I don't know. I might have it. Would you eat a monkey thigh? But I don't know. I might if somebody cooked it real well. You know, like if Bobby Flay said, hey, man, here's here's a monkey foot. You know, it's, it's really good. I might try it if Bobby, you know, cooked it up for me. But, you know, as far as... And I don't, I don't know the details of the animal testing that went on, so I don't know if like they were just like how do you do you know the number of how many of these these animals? Uh, died? I can't remember. Fifteen out of twenty three. <laughs> okay, so we're talking we're talking this many monkeys out of but this many monkeys. Okay? Like <laughs> I'm just you know I mean let's just be honest like. I, I, I'm, again, I'm not trying to be the bad guy, but like that's a small fraction of monkeys when you when you compare to how many monkeys are in this world. And I'm not saying, you know, no, I am saying it. We're better than monkeys. Um, we, okay, I sure. mean, I, I, they can't drive a bus. 
you know, I can't, they cannot do so. I don't know about that asset. Have you seen the, the monkey that was driving around the go-kart that was big <laughs> on YouTube? Have you seen that? We can't trust them with our children. That wasn't a monkey, was it? Okay. It was we, orangutan. Orangutan. We, can't, orangutan. we can't trust them with our children on a one-on-one basis, you know, with, uh, with no supervision. Okay. They might eat the child, you know, you have no idea, but. Rest in peace, Harambe. I don't, yeah. So it, it's just it's a gorilla. We're we're just jumping all over. <laughs> yeah, we're just jumping all over the place. <laughs> uh, you know, I I think it was I think it was necessary if if you want to get information. I mean, yes, it was maybe failed experimentation, but I think what they've learned from that going forward is probably more. I'll, I'll use profitable because, you know, it's going to be. It's more profitable than what they didn't know before. I mean, look at SpaceX. I mean, they had to do stuff and fail and try again and try, try again. I mean, that's just that's how it works. I mean, you in, in anything, that's how it works. I mean, you, you want to make something, you try it, and if it doesn't work, you learn from what the mistakes that you made, and you try again, and it gets better, and maybe next time – it will only be three monkeys. I don't know. I mean, hopefully get down to zero. I'm just. I'm not the trying number. to. I'm not trying to kill all the monkeys. I'm just saying. You know, if that's if that was the only way. If that the was the only of way. Murdered monkeys will decrease over the, time. Yes, the number of murdered monkeys will decrease over time. And I'm not saying I hate monkeys. I think monkeys are great. Monkeys, you know, they open bananas. I just in feel strange bad ways. for. I, just, I feel bad for because at one point in the article it says that they suffered, like they were like they were feeling pain. Oh, they were it, suffering. Like, that's oh, just okay. so sad. That's that's sad. That that yeah, suffering. There, I mean, there is a. Um, I don't subscribe to this personally, but there are neuroscientists oh, and, and philosophers who would argue that that other animals don't understand pain the same way we do. So. That is one argument a lot of them have for various but, you know, justifications. I mean, nobody knows. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody's well, got a clue. I mean, it's we're all. I mean, I mean it's all speculation. These people. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to assume these people actually have thought about it and and have methods of determining some of these things. Uh, I but, mean, one would think, but I mean, let's. I mean, I don't know. I, I, no, I, no. I feel like you you want to say something about this. Yeah. Well, I just I feel like. Uh, as sad as it is about the testing on animals and stuff, uh, especially the monkeys, like, I mean, on a greater scale, like, we are pushing animals out of their, like, natural habitats um, at a very, very high rate for urbanization and industry production. So, like, what's worse? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if we're upset about the monkeys... Torturing monkeys is probably a little upset about, (laughs) You know, we're talking about, like, millions of animals being pushed out of their homes and like 15 monkeys, but it's all sad. So, but what can you do? That's, I mean, I think that, I think it's like federally mandated that before you can have like a novel, like a cure, like, I don't know, I don't even know what the link up, but before you can give a human being something, you have to test it on animals. Like, I think it's a federally mandated, it has to be tested on animals. They're not going to allow you to test it on humans first. But yeah. it's the way you do it. It's like how you go about it. You have to be ethical and treat the animals ethically. So, which wasn't being done. Yeah, I feel like I want to like Elon Musk because many of his ventures seem to be at least relatively noble, right? He wants to go to Mars. That's cool, right? 
He wants to uh, create a technology that would theoretically help people who are paralyzed walk again or blind people see again. That's the whole point of the Neuralink thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to like him. The things that make me not like him are many of the things that he says. Like, he, he's, he's definitely jumping on that bandwagon of there's going to be successful people in the world and there's going to be non-successful people in the world, right? So don't punish the successful people. All right, you were born to a family who owned a, uh, a mine, a diamond mine. Calm down here for a second. Here, I mean, but that, that's that's a fallacious argument. Like you can't argue that someone's that everyone else would do it if they had the same starting point because it's just not true. Oh, certainly. But you can't argue that he didn't have a, a huge head start and he can't. So him sure. saying that and I'm, not I'm about- successful and you're not successful has everything to do with my achievements when you started off here and I started off here. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I fully agree. There's there's different starting I, points, I, I, and there's different. I mean, luck plays a massive role in in fortune and success. So you know, there's there's stochastic elements in there too that can't be accounted for. But also, like work ethic, like I think that his brain just works differently than other people's. Mm-hmm. Like he sees a, a problem and he comes up with a solution, and then has the means to like get to work on it immediately. Like the boring company, he like started that when he was stuck in traffic, he was like, this sucks. How can I make this better? And then he came up with the boring company. Um, his brain just works differently. I think that, I think that he would have been a successful whether or not he had the head start. Maybe, maybe, but he had a huge yeah. head start. Yeah. <laughs> he had a huge, anyways. So, Jeremy, let's go ahead and get to you. I want to hear what you have to say about the the Neuralink technology. Um, I mean, I think the the possibilities for brain computer interface are uh, near limitless. So, um, that could be what induces um, the singularity moment, um, even beyond um, helping people, you know, restore, come back from paralysis and things of that nature. Um, the the speed at which a therapy is developed is generally inversely related to um, or inversely proportional to the number of, of side effects. So if you want this in say 10 years, right, to help 200,000 people who are paralyzed, whatever, um, who otherwise wouldn't get it if it takes 20 years, then you have you you have to be willing to to have more damage during the process like there's going to be humans who have um rejection to these things right there's going to be humans who die from trying it um so it's just a decision of of where your values lie and honestly the human's relationship with animals is um one of our like highest areas of cognitive dissonance. We arbitrarily choose some animals that are okay to, to eat, some that aren't. Um, I mean, factory farming is is brutal if you you see the way they're treated. But most of us eat that meat and buy it because it's you know two dollars cheaper, and yep. we think nothing of it. Yep. Um, so the truth of the matter is, we abuse animals. We abuse the planet. And 
we're okay with it most of the time. So this instance doesn't feel any different to me. We do have a Musk comment in the chat Go here. for it. I want to hear it. All right. So Starlink uh, could really only be done by a Musk-type mind, and we hope that it would change Internet for millions. So just a thought. So going back to just the way he thinks, the way Noah was talking about, just the way he thinks about things, that the Internet or the Starlink that is being created just could change everything. The way we I will look at slightly internet. disagree with that. There okay. are large number, not large numbers. There are um, more than more than one, anyway. A uh, number of people putting up Leo constellations um, for various reasons, and I don't think there's anything revolutionary about Starlink. Um, actually, I think Starlink brings a number of issues um, because the 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 space near Earth orbit is essentially the Wild West. There's no um, no real policing of it. And the rate these LEO satellites are gonna burn up and need to be replaced is gonna induce a lot of um, debris. So I, th I think it actually is, it, it warrants more discussion about whether it should be done or not, but mm. there are other players in that game. Sure. Yeah, thank, thank you so much for the comments. So. Uh, I, I quickly want to talk a little bit about uh, Neuralink because it seems like I'm bashing Elon Musk, right? And I kind of am, right? But primarily because <laughs> a lot of his comments, I really feel like he needs, he just needs to stop trying to stop talking, uh, uh, <laughs> clap back, as the kids say. Uh, but so one, one of the things that I do find very cool about Neuralink is that the possibilities, as Jimmy says, are really endless. So it, I mean, it could go from uh, something as as revolutionary as curing someone's blindness to just like this is just something that we're all going to have in our brains, almost like a like a forever, like not forever war, but a old man's war. where We all just have our smartphones in our brains. Right. So we just uh, we can connect to the Internet for the, through our brain. We can everything we have. So our, basically our smartphone is inside of us. Right. And uh, I mean, that's that's kind of. Uh, crazy. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's also very scary in so many uh, ways. But right? so many things can go wrong. Like it's happening. I mean, just every step we take with technology. I mean, I know we're probably a good ways off, but I mean, VR, for instance. I mean, just look at how far it's come since its initial. I mean, it's stuff like that that just makes you think, like, okay, well, how far can this go? You know, how far? What kind of technology is next? And I mean, I'm, I'm kind of so obvious. I think, yeah, I think the, the, the very first use of this technology is going to be for experimental sure. uh, procedures, like someone who's paralyzed, who wants to be able to walk again or someone who's blind. But eventually it could uh, turn into, yeah, this just could be something cool to have in, in your brain, which is kind of scary because think about how easy it is to hack into any of our technology and how many times we're like taught to not click on to suspicious emails and all this kind of stuff, how we have to like have like uh, multiple, uh, what was a dual, um, uh, dual authentication. Do, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, uh, do we have to do that with ourselves now? Like if someone could be able to <laughs> hack into us, I mean, that's just, a, it's insane to think about. Well, that. I mean, you could, uh, so you could hash your, your DNA. Yeah. So, so somebody would have to have your DNA to, and to, to be able to authenticate yep. 
yeah, you could definitely do that as well. But just kind of a lot of scary uh, potential uh, issues with uh, the neural link technology and those poor, poor monkeys. Those poor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all about the monkeys. Uh, they taught I, a know. monkey how to play pong with his brain, Jeremy. That's no, the cool I mean, thing I, about it. I, 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 I like animals more than the vast majority of humans. Um, but if I had a kid who was handicapped and they said we had to kill some monkeys to, to fix it, yeah, do it. Hey, I think most people would, uh, would be say, okay with, with was, murder. In the public, that was the, the point I was just about to make. If somebody said they had to kill 10,000 monkeys to heal your deaf and blind child, would you say yes? And I'm, yep, check the box. Kill the monkeys. Sorry. Uh-huh. And of course, Ass is just down for murdering monkeys. I'll just just for, yeah, right? he's, <laughs> just press the button. Get where's the button? I'll press it. <laughs> uh, so we we spent a lot of time talking talk about that story, but real quick, I do want to mention. So our our second kind of story here is Elon Musk uh, did end up donating. This is the interesting thing about Elon Musk is it, why is he is he doing this on a whim to respond to criticism? Or, but he decided to donate $5.7 billion worth of his charity, uh, of his, I'm sorry, of, of his stock into Tesla. And of course, it's, it's worth $5.7 billion. So he didn't actually donate $5.7 billion. He donated the, the value of that, of his, of his stock. Just curious, what do you guys uh, think about that? Uh, we'll, we'll start with Noah. What do you think? Um, well, I would like to think that he did it out of the kindness of his heart, but I'm sure it was a little bit to clap back at, you know, all the negative, negative, um, you know, press he's been getting on not paying taxes. Um, when it comes to the taxes, though, like if, if Elizabeth Warren and whoever want him to pay more taxes, they need to change the laws that protect billionaires from having to pay taxes. He is he is cash poor. He doesn't have any, he, he, he is only rich in his shares of Tesla and SpaceX. So when they change their laws to be able to tax on the shares that you own, well, then they can bitch about him not paying taxes, but they do that to protect the rich, you know? So he's taking advantage of it. He's taking advantage of what every other billionaire in America takes advantage of. He's just being called out on it. But I do think that I, I'm hoping that he um, donated out of the kindness of his heart. But I do think it probably mostly had to do with all the negative press and showing that he actually gives a shit. And, you know, so, yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with you. A, a lot of the problems that we have here, right, or the frustrations that we have, have everything to do with speculative capital to begin with, right? This idea that. My wealth is all uh, is essentially arbitrary in a lot of ways, right? So I don't actually have the money, but I I essentially have the money because this is what it's valued as, and and this is how a lot of billionaires make a lot of money is because like I have this money speculatively, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't have to pay taxes on it because I don't actually have to I don't have it, but I can also do a bunch of deals based on this, right? That's how speculative capital works, right? That's how investment works and everything. I mean, Jeremy, that, you have something to say. Well, uh, so again, talking about principles, I mean, this is how we all live, right? We all live on credit. Every every organized society that's that's risen up has a credit system. So, you know, that's why people have houses, right? That's why people have cars. That's why people are allowed to to live the way that they live 
um, is, I mean, and this is just taking it to a higher end level, but the, the principles are the same, right? He's getting credit um, based on his ability to repay it if he had to. So, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree, but it's, we all take advantage of the same system. But um, like yeah. even when you buy a house, though, you still pay taxes on the value of that property, right? Yeah. Even no, though I, you I, don't, I, like you don't necessarily, you didn't pay for it. You don't, you're still making payments on it, but you still owe taxes on the, the value of that property. Whereas Elon Musk isn't paying taxes on the value of his shares. Yeah. You, so you do pay, I mean, you obviously pay taxes when you, when you sell um, and you, you pay proportional to the gain that you made in them. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it, it, their homes are treated a little bit differently than stocks um, in that they will reassess the value every couple of years and you pay more if the value changes and that doesn't necessarily happen with stocks. Yeah, with stocks, a lot of it has to do with the fact that like they want people to buy and sell and buy and sell so quickly. That's why like this it, it kind of plays into that. I don't, I, anyways, I, I think there are huge problems with with this. Yeah, but anyway, I think Jeremy, I think you're 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 bringing out very good points here. Um, but yeah, what I, what I'm just trying to say is you can't like we we have a system where you can benefit off speculative capital without having acting to actually. Pay the taxes on it, right? But that's just the way our economy works. That's just has always worked, right? Uh, but yeah, so asset, we'll go ahead and move on to uh, you. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd have given this. Was it six billion uh, worth? Because I think it's yeah, almost six. Was billion. it six billion? Yeah, I'd have just given it to the the families of those monkeys that died. Um, <laughs> honestly, uh, that's where I would have went with that. But no, nah, seriously though. Um, you know, I, you can't speculate on the reasoning behind why he did it, but it's it he did it. It's done. You know, I mean, it's it is what it is. Whether it was like Noah was saying, out of the kindness of his gentle heart, you know. Or <laughs> they, Sometimes I feel like he does like things. Backside off. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I mean, one would like to think that I mean, it'd be nice, but who knows? Could just I mean it's one huge tax write off too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had if I was a you know, billionaire. I mean, I, I would like to think that I'd give billions of dollars to, you know, whatever charity, you know, that needed it out of the kindness of my heart. And I have to worry, you know, just whatever tax right. It doesn't matter. You know, like I, I can't speak for everybody here, but like, you know, we have our places that we like to give to, you know, charities and whatnot and church and that kind of stuff. But, you know, we don't do it because it's a tax write off. We don't do it because, you know, I have to. Well, I mean, we do it because you want to. You do it to help people. You do it to help, you know, that organization that's doing that thing that you think is good. You know, I mean, that's, that's why you do it. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's, I mean, he did it. It's done. I'm glad they got $6 billion. You know, I hope they use it well. That's, that's all I can say. Here's the thing. I, I, I truly, and this could be completely naive, I truly believe that Elon Musk wants to do good. You know, like yeah, I think I it's mean, different from Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos. I think he's all in it for money. Like yeah. he's just all in it for I mean, But that is Elon's kind of track record. I mean, like you said, Anthony, I mean, he's do all the stuff that he's doing is like behind it is to improve. I mean, I, I mean, let's just be blunt about it. He's trying to, I think he's just trying to 
improve humanity, not just, I mean, just as far as travel goes, as far as, you know, sicknesses and diseases go. Like, he's great ideas, you know, whether we are killing monkeys in the process. I mean, it's a it's a positive outcome that he wants to get to. And like you said, I mean, $6 billion to, what was it, the UN World Hunger Program or whatever it was. I mean, that's... That's a lot of money for, I mean, I'm hoping he wants to feed the world. That's great. That's a, that's positive. So, yeah. Did they, I, think, I mean, did they come out and say that that was where it actually went? Uh, they haven't received any actual money yet, but yeah. I, I, from what I understood, he didn't announce what the charity was going to yet. Yeah. The but, whole, the, oh, was the that who, speculation article? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, the who okay. didn't, didn't meet his, the criteria that he set out to give them money. I, yes. Like all all this kind of Twitter stuff, word stuff going on here okay. is just I don't know. It's just it's. I mean, he kind of... could donate it to twitch.tv forward slash acid underscore train, you know, <laughs> real quick. And uh, I mean, I would be very grateful. By the way, just just to let you know, Elon, if you're watching this, number one fan. <laughs> yeah, Elon, if you're watching this, go. I'll just, you know, just take one. I'll just take one of the billion. You can throw the rest wherever you need to. You know, it's funny because he, like uh, he, he, 1%. he actually like came out and said that in the future, universal basic income is going to be a necessity. And I was like, okay, here we go. I like this Elon Musk. Here we go. And then he goes, no, I don't. That doesn't mean I believe in it. I'm like, come on, Musk. <laughs> you can't have it both ways here. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, you can, you can believe things are going to come to pass, even if you don't want them to. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Just be on the right side here, Musk. Come on, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Jeremy, uh, what's one thing you want to say? Go ahead and defend your king. I don't know why I keep pretending like he's like <laughs> I don't weird dude. Um, I mean, I, I think you're being too kind. I think he did it only for the tax benefit, and I think he probably gave it to his own charity. Um, you know, and I don't see the problem with it. Um, I think it shouldn't be allowed, but I think that should be changed at the systemic level. Um, you know, I, I, you can't fault the guy for taking advantage of the system because we all do. So, uh, sure. and you know, that's the, the, the primary, uh, argument for it is like, Hey, look, if this is the rules, I'm just following the rules. You can't, you can't fault me. And really there's so many problems with our system. And we could talk about how states themselves are competing against each other. Right. So, you know, if, if one state is trying to, you know, like you have one politician who's a governor, right. Who's saying, look, if I get Amazon to come here to my state and open up a plant, then I can say, hey, look, look, look at all these jobs that I sure. uh, created here. That helps me politically. And then what I just do is I can say, hey, Amazon, you don't have to pay any taxes. Here, right? And then you have the I mean, and there's this competition between states that's causing this problem as well. Right. So there's there's so many other factors that play into why this stuff is happening. Um, but yeah, I think we all, uh, if we get anything out of this, we know that Jeremy hates the poor. And uh, <laughs> what if Elon Musk is like, what if this is all super calculated because he knows there needs to be a systemic change? So he's making all of these headlines and all of that, like, causing all this controversy. So they do change it. Like maybe the next thing he does is start his own church, you know, and then. You know what I mean? Like what? Like Musk I, I, Methodist Church? Can you imagine? Yeah, but you know, but just <laughs> that's so, how you get into the, the big tax money. Right off, you know what the, I mean? Yeah. Because he knows that there is a systemic change that needs to be made. But yeah, he is taking advantage of it, just the way we are, and he's doing it very, very, very publicly. Unlike all these other billionaires that are very under the table, hush hush. 
he's very loud and proud about, you know, all of these, um, you know, shortcuts that he's taking that are completely illegal. Are you saying that Elon Musk is going to be following around the streets trying to make me join? Yeah, he's going to be following you. <laughs> the next picture you'll see is is Elon Musk shaking hands with Joel Osteen. That's what's, that's <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen. Joel Osteen. Well, they live in the same state, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. So. Yeah, and look, if there's anyone who's evil, more evil than Elon Musk, it's Joel Osteen. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we'd all agree who the real evil person is here. Anthony, why, do you, why do you hate Jesus? <laughs> Joel hates Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the uh, yeah. We we all know uh, Joel Olstein. He's got a direct line to Jesus. That's right. Speed up. All right. Well, very good. Well, that seems to be our show for today, right? Jeremy, did you have anything else to say to defend your uh, your man here, Elon Musk? Um, no. I mean, I I you know I didn't understand the topic, and I'm, I'm still not sure. Why it was a topic, but it's fun. It's fun to talk about Elon Musk. Right? Talking about Joe Rogan Elon. next time, right? I mean, I'd rather talk about the things people do. So, if you want to talk about, I'd rather talk about the science of Tesla or SpaceX rather than the people, because I don't really care about the people. There you go. All right. Well, fair enough, Jeremy. We'll do your topic next time. I get it loud and clear. Speaking of uh, Tesla, yeah, no, is the is the truck still is is a Tesla truck still a thing? Uh, my guess is it'll. If it comes, it won't be before 2025. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There's still one. Uh, there's still a Tesla car roaming space right now, right? There's still yeah. one out there. Space somewhere. Sure. Uh, Noah, is there anything you want to say before we head out of here today? No. Um, well, I've had a great time. I mean, this is oh. all like a lot, a lot of fun, y'all. This Sorry, is I want to kill all the monkeys, Noah. That's not. No, no. <laughs> kill all the I, I, this is a judgment, judgment for some. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate me. I don't want to kill them all. Just like a small percentage. <laughs> no, but, uh, this has been a lot of fun. All right. Well, fantastic. A couple of reminders. You can check us out on wherever you get your podcasts. Also streaming live on YouTube and Twitch. SciFiGangsters.com is our website. Acid Train. You can follow him on Twitch at Acid Train. Uh, Noah, you can follow her on TikTok at Shut Up Noah and Noah something on Instagram. And Jeremy, follow him just around town. Uh, he'll he'll enjoy that. <laughs> Similar to the, the the people that were following me trying to join mm-hmm. their trying to get me to join their church. But that's our show for today. Thanks for watching. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>